Welcome, guys, to another Flyover Still film. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the final Funny episode thing, 2020. The Go funny ahead. thing about Go ahead. you it's, saying a secret. It's, it's beautiful that Joe's already interrupting me. <laughs> yeah, baby. The thing it's about you and your intro. secret word of giving out $20, which is nice, is you know no one except for our two favorite people hey, are li- is listening. Hey, do you really want to get out that you could win twenty bucks? Uh, do you now, really want to send Harris? Fans, do you really want to send one of Harrison's? Trying to DM you guys. Yeah, do you really want to send one of Harrison's friends twenty dollars? <laughs> I'll send twenty bucks to anybody that needs them. Uh, so always with me, my co-host, my favorite buddies from twenty twenty. Uh, one of the one of the peoples that you know kept me sane through the year. Uh, Joe, Brian, and TJ. How's your How's your day going? Sounds good. Pretty good. I was in suspense because I thought you kept referring to it as one. I thought you were going to name one of us as your favorite. No, I was really getting worried there. I don't. I don't don't play favorite. Bits on bits. Bits. He is bits on bits. This episode. (laughs) (laughs) So layered. Uh, Yes, I am an onion. Um, So, guys, uh, no, I don't. I didn't want to cover no news uh, because who gives a fuck? And I just wanted to ask the guys, what was your favorite um, movie experience of 2020? Uh, I know that this year, uh, uh, all of our must-watch got pushed to 2021, probably. Or if you're TJ, you had didn't have any, so you didn't give a fuck about what happened. Uh, somebody <laughs> care. One of you guys cares about Wonder Woman, don't you? No, no. I mean, I, mine was Candyman. I, uh, I think mine was Candyman. Dune, Dune, and uh, Green Knight for me. Uh, so, what was your favorite movie experience? It could be uh, an old movie that you just watched for the first time this year, a new movie from this year, or a rewatch that you just had a blast uh, during the year. Uh, whoever wants to, I'll love it in the air and take it. Or I can start while you guys think. Yeah. yeah I can start. I, I <laughs> All right, Brian, go ahead. Well, I was thinking, I was like, I don't, I couldn't really think of one. I was really struggling, actually, because like, you know, I, I barely went to the theater and I didn't watch a lot of new stuff, in all honesty. That well, you know, a couple straight to DVD th- or straight to streaming or whatever, but like nothing like really blew my skirt up. I didn't have a instant, you know, when I thought of like 2018, be like, oh man, when I saw the Sisters Brothers, that shit was amazing. Like, I don't have a movie like that from this year. So I started thinking about just something I enjoyed doing. And I loved, I thought back on like my big July 4th weekend movie marathon was a blast. Oh, yeah. We chugged through a lot of great summer classics yeah, that over awesome. that long weekend. Mm. Um, and then the one that jumped to mind was just uh, avoiding the stupidity of election night and watching one of my all-time favorites, Election. Uh, <laughs> Alexander oh, yeah. Payne, just uh, Matthew Broderick, Reese Witherspoon, fucking classic. And it's so good, and I like just love it every single time. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm just not going to pay attention. It doesn't matter if the shit still isn't over. So I didn't have to worry about missing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You could, you could <laughs> continually watch Election for the rest of your life. I don't think it's uh, ever going to be. <laughs> so I guess that would be my answer as of right now. That's a, that's a good pick. Uh, I, they, Joe, gonna, did, you, did you got yeah, something? Gonna, yeah, I'm going to piggyback what Brian was saying. is It was a weird year, right? Like, So I was talking to you earlier. I'm almost at 500 movies this year watched. And I should say that's just in general. He's a like, cinephile, all right? He's a cinephile. cinephile. Obviously, this can't all be new. These aren't all new first no, watches, no. but still very impressive. But thank, thank you. So, um, so what I what Brian was talking about is I have some new releases I want to like shout out, but 
this year and particularly it actually goes from a lot of marathon watching of um just you know certain days where we have different themes of a horror or a holiday or in the summer just a bunch of just different summer flicks and me and a I couple saw Joe friends in the quick game. Use my Disney Plus and start binging some Star Wars, baby. I did. Oh, baby, I got, I got in trouble. I flipped it on. I was like, recently, watch what? <laughs> I, got, I, I, you know what? When I hit the discs, I went into the discs. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Just, uh, but I, uh, I got, I have an old, the old DVD set that has the uh, original cuts unedited with okay, yeah, that one. Updates. They're they're it's in shitty four nice. by three and like they're not all cleaned up or anything, but it's still the ones I watch. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, but and TJ actually joined us for one of those uh, yep. drunken watches we had. Uh, but those days were probably the most fun of the year. Uh, but some of the blockbusters I want to shout out because those days are all full with like house get made type trash that I do marathons with and things I could just get or on Sunday Star Wars I blacked out watching all of Star Wars <laughs> and I was watching football at the same time if you're a fan uh, of Star Wars though that's the great thing about it you can fall asleep and wake yeah. up and you still know what's up you're like oh yeah, I know where I'm at I, I made it all the way to uh, Force Awakens before I passed out from drinking and then I woke up that's pretty damn good that's Ooh, pretty, that was a rough. I'm still you recovering. Drink yourself to death during the prequels easily. <laughs> Ooh, well, those I watched in the morning, so I didn't do that. <laughs> Don't act like that matters. See, I, like I wish you, I wish you indulged in like uh, on, what time? Yeah. We all know about you yeah. and what time you drink. Okay. Yeah, I wish you like indulged in weed more. Except, like, if you wake up in the morning with like a cup of coffee and a nice bowl and just putting on the prequels, I could get down with that. Just oh, like, baby, baby, I did, I, I did smoke and watch Clone Wars, and I enjoyed it slightly more than I normally right. did. You say that, yeah, because <laughs> I was. It's got uh, enjoyable. I bet, I bet you were very impressed, fun, guys. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you were very impressed when um, Revis took out all the lightsabers. You're like, oh, I was like, oh shit. I like, no, when, and then, I like when Obi-Wan Kenobi, when nobody knows he's there, and he totally has the upper hand and the advantage, and then he just jumps down into the middle of, like, 400 <laughs> droids, and he's like, hello. Hello. <laughs> Excellent hello. strategy. It's so fucking stupid. I kept thinking that, but I was like, I'm enjoying it a little better than the last time I tried to watch Attack of the Clones. Like, when I watch the prequels now, I, I feel like I have to watch, I have to turn around and watch the Mr. Plinkett reviews to, like, cleanse myself. I'm like, all right. Now go and seek the truth. That's not a bad <laughs> idea. So before I, I wrap up, though, um, the movies that did release this year that I do want to shout out were uh, recently I watched Freaky. That was really fun. Um, Host on uh, Shutter Exclusive, the Skype movie. That was great. Uh, Bad Boys 3 and uh, The Last oh. Block. Bad Boys 3 was like the, my favorite theater experience. Martin was, Lawrence for the win. That was like a step back three-pointer from half to watch yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> so And then uh, the last blockbuster, which uh, Brian and I recently watched. Yeah, that, uh, was really a lot enjoyed, of, that was a lot of fun. That was very nostalgic. Yeah, really whether enjoyable you, documentary. worked at or shopped at a blockbuster. That's how Prime, right? Prime? Yeah. It was a it, rent right yeah it was a rental i'm sure it'll hit prime or something eventually but definitely is, worth isn't watching that prime. ironic that you rented it through streaming it's so okay. weird because i won't i mean it's not really a sports documentary like they're holding physical copies at the end of it that they give like kevin smith of a vhs of the documentary i can't believe uh, kevin smith did cry. i any was cry. so ready for him to cry god wait for that joke guys hey, hey, kevin just, can we just talk about can kevin smith stop 
<laughs> Anytime there's a finale, it like it's like, does anyone watch the Flash still? Stuff. He's like, he's like, oh, the Flash. It is season. Give me a paycheck, please. Excuse him for caring. Stop one. Stop crying, and two, stop taking photos of him like goof. Like we get it. You have a little bit of a thing on my jig here. Embrace it. Live with yeah, it. Let your on. waddle. Let it fly, God man. Damn it. TJ, go ahead. What's up? I love you, Kevin Smith. I, I do not. Yeah, stand well, and he's welcome anytime on the show. New Jersey. Oh, sure. Kevin Smith. Uh, I was thinking about this. It popped in my head because I mean, Joe talking about the watch along stuff like that. I mean. To be fair, the the Child's Play watch along we did, uh, obviously no one will ever see that, but we did an awesome watch along with uh, uh, yeah, uh, Harrison. Shout out Harrison. Get your commemorative shirts on tpublic.com. Yeah, <laughs> and like just that, like, like the way we did like a concert that. style and then baby. Yeah, passing the love of that little redheaded freak on to like someone younger and them enjoying the franchise as much as we do that whole thing is just awesome and then the, the junk night with joe uh do watching all those shark movies that was that was awesome new movies ah underwater was what? tight what new movies right i mean come on yeah. all honestly like, like the ones what? that i watched this year underwater, few, was but... awesome. uh, underwater was fun yeah that ending oh, that's what? A blast. oh yeah well, what underwater you... came out this year that is a good movie yeah. i watched that again just recently that's a blast oh yeah yep. And then, uh, um, what TJ, what TJ was just saying, what is something else, uh, we could indulge into of a watch along like that with who, who shall not be named? Uh, he, he had mentioned doing, wanting to do Black Christmas, but I didn't know if that was like, Ooh, oh, no, ooh. no, that's not fine. <laughs> the new no, one? dude, that, those telephone calls, I don't want to know. Yo, right, Black right. Christmas, um, I'm saying, I was like. I was like, that's not. You need some kind of little more poppy than that. You our know? our friend our friend lives alone, um, and uh, she was watching Christmas movies, and like we were leaving, and she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna put on Black Christmas." I think and I was like, "You might want to save that." Yeah. Like she had seen it. I was like, "She's like, yeah, you're right." I'm like, "I was like, we did that last year for Flyover as the Christmas movie." Those phone calls and, <laughs> and like it's probably the most unnerving, like because there's no humor in it. Like slash, right, right. It's very serious. Uh, Even like, the subplot of the abortion and stuff. Like it's very. Oh like, yeah. It's, it's a pretty like. Like a baby. Dark yeah, it's very The ending, the, just the ending visual of the plastic bag zooming out is still in my fucking brain. Right. Yeah. Like they still haven't even found that one. Hey, man, like, I live alone right the now. House okay. is about to finish. The, oh, it's <laughs> awesome. I know that he's gonna, mentor, You know what? It's a good bag. movie I discovered this year though. Oh, that's fine. a little older, but like Black Christmas, um, better watch out. Really fun if you're looking for holiday yeah. horror. Give it a watch. Is that the right, one with not... the kid is yeah, babysitter on Christmas? Yeah, yeah. That that one. I I think I watched that a year or two ago. I tried to hit up all the big like rare exports, which I know is on. It's on one of the. It's fun. Prime I think it's Shutter. Which is a fine one, but I tried to hit up some of the big like kind of cult horror uh, Christmas stuff. Uh, I was going to say, fun fact, guys, one of my favorite horror movies, if you're familiar with it, Behind the Mask, Rise of Leslie Vernon. Leslie Vernon's mentor, who's played by Scott Wilson, the guy, uh, old guy with the beard from mm-hmm. Walking Dead, if you're a fan. He is supposed to be Billy from Black Christmas. Like, the idea is that he's Billy and he married one oh, of the shit. girls from, like, that survived oh, his. Sick. I never knew that about us. Yes, that is, there's lots of little, like, stuff like that in Leslie Vernon that kind of ties into all these movie franchises and stuff. Mm. Where, like, everybody exists. 
It's a great movie. Guys, have you ever seen that one? Let's talk about that instead of True Lies. I mean, I like True Lies and all, but... <laughs> all right, so let me blast through my pick so we can uh, go ahead on to the next topic. Uh, two new movies at Palm Springs. I had fun with that one. Oh, tremendous. Andy Samberg, uh, J.K. Is Simmons, that time Christine. Travel yeah, that's fun. I did not watch it. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, your, Sound your of Metal. classic hipster love story. Yeah, it's a Groundhog Day-ish. But UB or, Halloween. There's a lot of those now. Yeah. Uh, Sound of Metal starring Reese Ahmed. I want to watch movie. that soon. I still got to watch that. Uh, <clears> and um, one of the old ones that I watched for the first time uh, in 2020 is called Mickey and Nikki. Uh, starting uh, Peter Falk and John Cassavetes, directed by Aileen May. It's it was, I mean, it was one of those movies that you go like, I found my new favorite movie, and I haven't watched it again. I probably won't watch it ever again. But it was amazing when first really time I watched. Really drama. <laughs> so, hey, yeah, uh, you it's know, like, shout it's out to Yusef um, who recommended one good movie for me this year. Also, Thief. Uh, hey. So my ginger um, Santa Claus friend over here. TJ, looking like Santa Claus. Oh, hey. He, he uh, looks like, like evil Santa Claus, though. Black hat, you know, red hoodie. He's like... Yeah, okay, all right. He brought gonna... up a good... He got up, he brought up a good a good point, and I think we really buried the lead. Hubie Halloween, uh, a triumph in cinema. Adam yeah, I had fun with Hubie Halloween. I, it's one of those movies you're almost embarrassed to admit you liked, but yeah. I did. Oh, I hated it. I hated it. Legit. <laughs> oh, really? Come on. Legit hated it. Even my, my wife was more lenient with Adam Sandler than me. She was like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? See, um, I, so, I, could, I could see taking it like the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Like, I, I definitely 100% <laughs> think that you could have the same criticisms of both those movies. So I can actually see why you would hate it. But it just hit right with me for some reason. It was fine. So I think I was, I was feeling su- Halloween. I was as surprised as anyone. Dude, I legit hated it, and I wouldn't live in that world for a year. Not for a second. Ooh. But what about Ooh. a movie that you would live in a year for? Yo, take it away. What oh, jeez. Okay. Not to have a, Explain this weird, have a, complicated premise of a question, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is a complicated question, but I but it has to do with time travel uh, <laughs> and, I don't know, movies. Interdimensional uh, yeah. time so, travel. So, okay, imagine... It is a year ago. It is New Year's Eve 2019, and you're going into 2020, and you're like, five, four, three, two, happy new year. Then all of a sudden, boom, you get transplanted. You to kiss your partner. Yeah. And then you get transplanted into a movie. What movie would you want to get transplanted into for a full year? And then after that year is over, you go right into 2021, so you'll come out of into 2021 new year's day and you'll be like oh crazy and people will be like holy shit to wear a mask so you'll catch you'll be like, and die. like why don't you have a mask on why are you trying to go to chili's um come back to 2021 you'll try to go to a store you'll get caught on video you'll get taped by a karen screaming at you for not wearing a mask <laughs> and then you'll die of covid <laughs> so, well, let's talk so about the year in between the fun part yeah so what will be <laughs> Do you want to live into, like, just to be uh, blind? But it's definitely going to be your last year, guys, so make it count. Come on. Yeah, I think it's a fair question. I have, thought I had some fun with it. Uh, Yusuf, what do we got? What do you, what, what is your, what do, what do you want to live? I went uh, with, uh, <laughs> I don't know. 
I asked him. I asked him to take uh, to drink some Red Bull, and I think it backfired on us. Um, yeah. I uh, I went with uh, I got two. I got three answers really, but two are real. Um, one is a joke At answer. Least one so of them be funny. Say, Come on. One, one Jesus. One, no, no, no. One is go. a joke. One is a joke, and it's uh, I want to live in yesterday, the movie where uh, the Beatles don't exist. That way, fucking mans can shut the fuck up about the Beatles. That would be amazing. <laughs> um, to be fair, not just him. Yeah, yeah. But the real answer Most is uh, shut the fuck up about yeah, him. Fifteen-year-olds <laughs> who just discovered music. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was legitimately like 12 when Beatles 1 came out. It was all their greatest hits. And that's what my middle school was like. Like, have you ever heard of the Beatles? My God. Have you heard of the Beatles? No, I picked Detective Pikachu. You know, Pokemon. They're real. They're walking around. Oh, big Pokemon mood right now. I can have a Pokemon next to me. Uh, Pikachu or whatever. That was our our 50th episode with uh, Brian picked that movie. That was a weird one, but... But we had a good time. Yeah. yeah, I love that fucking movie. Um, watch that episode right now. Everybody, should pause this video and go no, see what a good time. Get out of this one. This one, this episode sucks. Go back to that. Detective one. Pikachu only works because they can't show the cockfighting of Pokemon like the games. Oh, I wish they had they an underground. I want I want my Pikachu killing people. Like my Pikachu is gonna kill everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's and uh, my third pick is actually from my wife. Uh, my wife, she picked National Treasure. <laughs> she wants to hunt down treasures with Nicolas Cage for some reason. So oh, uh, listen, we I wonder why. Get, Come on. We get your, we get her she, on the. Pod. She's gonna find this treasure. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have family some... jewels are hidden in the denim <laughs> den, so we need to dig those out. <laughs> um, and now, my question for your wife is: Would she be on the on the like along in the team with Nicolas Cage and company said, to find the treasure? She wants to be with uh, America's drunk uncle hunting down uh, treasure around America. Yes, my king. Damn. Yeah. Now, are you living this movie every day? Like, happy? No, no. It's kind of however, like year. So, like, you spend some time researching. <clears throat> like, what does Benjamin Franklin Gates do the rest of the time? Right? He's just like hanging out, doing research or whatever. Yeah. 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 It's, Using it's, his time. I guess it's kind of however you want it to be, TJ. Like, whatever you want to, you know, fill in the blanks of the mm. question. I feel like TJ is not there yet, so let's go with Brian. Well, T- <laughs> <laughs> it's in my blank stare. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is hard because it's tempting to, like, go to a a world where you get superpowers or something like that. But then I thought of, like, oh, I don't want to spend my time fighting or, like, all the destruction and death and like bullshit. So I was thinking the Shire, right? Oh, so like yeah. you just get taken to the Shire. It's a nice, you know, it's a nice kind of peaceful life. You work a little bit, but like only enough to just like kind of substantiate, sustain your your party drink smoke lifestyle. You get and, to have second breakfast, right? Yes. Right, and I'm only there a year, which means I'll bail out before the bad shit goes down. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that shit, whatever, whatever ends up happening with that. But, but you're in the Shire. Like, I don't think anything happened in the Shire. That's what right? I'm saying. Like, it takes a while, even in the books, like it takes a while for the fighting to reach the Shire. So like, even if I'm there, like peak Lord of the Rings times, by the time that shit's happening, I'll at least be on my way out. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel you. I get you. 
I like that answer. I like that Brian is not going to warn anybody. He's just like, he's going to be there. He's going to eat. He's going to smoke and drink. And he knows the the incoming doom. And he's like, as soon as my year's up, it's like, all right, guys, good luck with with all that shit. (laughs) This is like the problem with every time travel movie now. Anytime (laughs) anybody goes back past September 11th that they don't warn anybody about September 11th. Like you can't make a time travel movie now where people go any farther back than September 11th because then the question is always like, why didn't you warn them about seven, like September 11th, my man? Yeah. You could why didn't you make that your mission? Yeah, that's the new uh, why didn't he kill uh, Hitler baby? Right, it's like why didn't you warn anybody about yeah. that? Yeah. you got something? Sorry, sorry, Joe, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, think I guess. Uh... Willy Wonka. Uh-huh. I would stay in the chocolate factory and just get fat for an entire year. We would also invent some new stuff. And there's way more different rooms than he even touched upon with that elevator and, like, all the different uh, rooms you could have got to. So I'm sure there's some stuff in there that he dabbled some, like, hard liquor at least. Maybe some LSD. There's definitely some type of a factory in there that does a little bit of that. So I'd have a good time, I think. I might come out of it looking like a goose's glump, but, I mean, I can't really think of, like, I mean, the Shire one sounds too perfect. Yeah, that's a good one. I was like, I could do E.T., but then he leaves or he dies in my arms at some point. He's not going to last a year. like the events of E.T. are only, like, a week of your year, and the rest of the time you're just, like, what, getting bullied by your older brother or whatever? Like, fucking (laughs) fuck to fuck. And but at least I like the idea of the monkey's paw where TJ's like Willy Wonka and then they send him to like Tim Burton's Charlie in the Chocolate Factory world (laughs) instead. Like Like the Twilight Zone horror shit. They or they transforming into one of the Oompa Loompa slaves and he's just like working it. Well they would confuse him. And it was supposed to be like Ryan Gosling as Willy Wonka and they just send me the You're red enough. You're red enough to mix it. Like get in get into the factory. Yeah, I'll just get some golden tickets, and I mean, if I'm... If you get the chance, kneecap Grandpa Joe, though. Yeah, yeah, we can kill Grandpa Joe. I'll do that just for you. That lazy <laughs> son of a bitch. Tell them, Mom, hey, people have come around with your song, but shut the fuck up. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> the it. most fast-forward moment in cinema history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my my pick was I don't know why I think it'd be really fun to live in the Men in Black world for a year Ooh. of just like I get to know there's aliens around. I'm a I'm a I'm an alien cop. I'm I'm ice and like I was we're gonna going... say like you're so like you're the protagonist though like yes, you're not yes. just a person in a Men in Black world where like you're just basically living the life you live now and yeah, also no, Men my... in Black is going on. <laughs> no, no, my my ideal world is like I am one of the agents that, but I go into work, I punch in, I talk to Rip Torn. Uh, right? No, um, yeah, Rip, yeah, Rip Torn. Yeah, Rip Torn. yeah, I talk to Rip Torn like he's my boss. We do this. I'm like, what's up, Jay? What's up, Kay? But I have my own, like, little... I'm a background cubicle person, but I get to be in on the shit. <laughs> you handle the small shit. Yeah. You're and the guy I'm whoever, like, it. is talking to Michael Jackson on that phone, on that video yeah. call, you're <laughs> on the other side of that. <laughs> I'm ready to be an agent. And then, I get to experience all this. And, like, and then I'm like, holy shit, do you guys believe what was going to happen at the World's Fair? And then, boom. All of a sudden, it's back to 2021. And it's they're like we gotta use the 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 mind race on you and I'm like that's cool I had a fun year it's been great 
That's smart. Uh, you don't have any family or kids or anything. So when you become an agent, you're not losing anything. When they're like, you got to wipe away your entire debt. And you're like, yeah, I'll only be here a year. Yeah, it's just like, I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a fun. I was thinking about how much I like Men in Black 1. And I was like, I could live in that world. Yeah, the first one's very good. Yeah. So, um, Monkey's Paw, you're you know, actually Chris Hemsworth. No, ah! no, you put me in that <laughs> shitty movie. Oh, no, I have to talk to a CGI Kumail Nanjiani for a whole movie. He had chemistry with what's her face, so you know it had to work. No, he didn't have chemistry in that movie, he had chemistry with her in Thor. They didn't really try to bank on that, huh? Script. It did not work. I heard the Men in Black 21 Jump Street. Uh, the is not script is not completely dead now, which I'm still on board with. I mean, Tom Cruise yeah. saved film industry, so Tom yeah, Cruise I would is say, a hero. Yeah, I would say fuck it. Streaming service, don't even try to release it to a theater. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck it, just just do it. Fuck it, right? Just you know, yeah. There's, there's nothing matters. You got like four or five big streaming services that are pumping out shit right now, and like one of them, one or two of them, is still gonna fall off probably. But I don't know. I'd say. What Netflix, Amazon, Disney Plus, and then HBO is kind of like fighting to be number four right now. Yeah. yeah. Hulu. Hulu's kind of like part of. Feels like it's like part of Disney, kind of right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hulu's cheating. You right, you right, girl. I think Hulu will get absorbed. You know what I mean? I see Hulu getting absorbed. I think Hulu. I think Disney just changes Hulu's name at some point, and people go, "Huh, that used to be called Hulu." Peacock, though, that's huh? a little interesting. Could baby, that's like you know. Peacock's a solid well, app. You want gunslinging? They were they're like, we got some shit, and here come January, they're gonna be the only place that has the office. That's hey that's man, Peacock has everybody loves Raymond, and people are sleeping on it. <laughs> but Hulu's got Frasier. Netflix has Hulu's got Frasier, baby. Oh, oh, oh my I god! I thought you said who? Bring me some cherry, baby. Let's drink some sherry and just you know eat some foie gras and some. Listen, guys, pieces. I have. I have like twenty more movies to watch and like nine days to hit my hit my goal. I don't got time for Frasier, at least for the next uh, nine days. Watch Money Plane then. You'll still get some Kelsey's grammar. <laughs> Buddy, I will absolutely be watching Money Plane. Money watch Money Plane X Men two or Hurricane Heights. Three is an X two. Three. Uh, he's also in Expendables three. There you go. We can get we can get oh uh the the shitty cruise ship movie in Netflix with Kristen Bell. He's in that one. He's the shitty dad of oh, Kristen the Bell. lifeguard. No, I don't remember the name, but yeah, I'm, we got we got four we got four features for you there. I'm I'm here for the Kelsey Grammar sons, the Grammar sons, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm here Kelsey. for a segue though. I'm here for yeah, a segue into a segue into our new podcast, Kelsey Grammar on Grammar. Grammar on grammar. You're, uh, grammar, grammar. You know, we yeah, talk about my Nelly grammar. country grammar. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the intro song. It's country grammar where we talk about Kelsey grammar while also having proper grammar. Take it away, Mr. Grammar. That's yeah, the key word, guys. Better than Brian. A hold, that Brian, Brian what is admit it? You were, Yusuf, admit you were wrong. That was better than a segue. Brian, what's your topic? <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. So, uh, recently, our favorite director, everybody's favorite director, Zack Snyder, was talking about his upcoming Justice League. <laughs> and how Justice League might get an R rating. Because Batman might say, fuck. Oh and we all know God. that the I just coolest, most badass, edgy thing you can do is use a naughty no-no word. So, yeah. 
I thought yeah. it's Christmas wait, wait, time. Can we all take a Christmas. second real fast? Can what we all say crap? how Batman would say it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go around the room. Everybody guess. And we'll take bets. How Batman, like, in what way he's going to say yeah, it? How he's gonna, yeah, how Can you get me laughs? It's gonna be. It's just going to be something dumb like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brian said that. TJ, what you got? Oh, my. I'm the dark fucking night. Mm. I say he stub his toe. <laughs> and he just goes, fuck! Like a good fuck! And he just starts stubbing his toe for a good five minutes. That's mine. This, this, he's like, this it's is, like you guys he's, are, he's like uh, Sideshow Bob stepping on rakes only he's just stubbing his toe <laughs> yeah. like, all over the room. Fuck! You guys, are, you guys are thinking too small. First, it's it's Batman's gonna be like, I gotta go down and do justice. So he's gonna go down to the poor neighborhoods and he's gonna go, hey, you fucking, and then he's gonna drop a hard N, oh, and Jesus. then, oh, and yeah. then, and then they're gonna go, what? And then he's gonna put commit some hate crimes. <laughs> think about I mean, it. He's he gonna can, beat up some impoverished people. Batman does best. So he does a he does a N-word, hard off. He's the he is the Dark Knight. So he, can he drop N words? No, he can't because he's Ben Affleck. Mm. But him and Alfred say it, talk it up in a storm in the back cave. Oh, yeah, they throw it around the house all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's why he felt comfortable saying it to the street youths. Why do you think Morgan Freeman didn't come back? <laughs> um, so, uh, what, was your, what was your topic, right? Anyway, sorry. since we all know that the most edgy thing you can do is use naughty language, I just wanted to know what you thought the best. Uh, like, who would you... Ha- what Christmas icon? You know, it's the time of the year. We all are watching a ton of Christmas movies. What, like, favorite Christmas character would you like to see drop the big F? And I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit off the table and just say that, obviously, the correct answer is just have Ralphie say fuck when he drops yeah. all those bolts. Yep. I mean, obviously. Because mm. that, that's what happens anyway. <laughs> and plus, a little kid saying fuck is awesome. <laughs> so who uh, wants to anybody anybody got an obvious one uh i could take I'll, I'll jump right into this uh one of my favorite uh christmas movies to watch especially when i was a kid was the rankin and bass uh rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and i feel like corn uh cornelius god damn it his name just yukon cornelius yes, cornelius yukon is the character that would be able to use that f-bomb <laughs> i feel like someone's done that like an snl skit or like a robot chicken skit or like something like that where they did that <clears throat> but yukon cornelius really lends himself to something like that because he's such a fun like uh, like visual style I see too. Him yeah. like, <laughs> I see, he's got tj's beard i yeah, see him like, looking at fucking, this is a fucking silver and gold it's coal I see him looking over at like I don't know some like sexy elf or something. Be like, ah, I fucked her, kid. <laughs> yeah, it's I, like I thought, the abominable I, snowman comes out and he's like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were I thought you were going with uh, Rudolph, like when he when Santa comes like finally ask him like you know okay you can join the team. He just goes like fuck off, you fat old pig, and he just <laughs> walks away like fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> now you want me? Suck my dick, and he just walks away. He's just cussing out all the deers that were making fun yeah. of him. They fuck play. you. Nobody remembers your name. 
Nobody remembers your name. He's full and on. I, he's doing his full on half baked. Like fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. <laughs> even the even the elf uh, could do it. They're supposed to be a dentist, and they're just like, "You fucking idiot! You can't be a dentist. You're a toy maker." He's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> see you later. We can talk about what we we're talking about before about fucking, but fuck you too. There's some good, you know, just good looking female elves in there too. Uh, Something about yeah. that Rankin and Bass stuff, man. No, they're great. I love Keith Miser. He could do it. I was just talking. About, we were watching uh, the the Charlie Brown Christmas tonight, and I was just talking about how like I haven't watched the Rankin and Bass ones, and I watched those way more. I didn't really watch the Charlie Brown ones very much as a kid. No, I watched the Rankin and Bass shit, and I haven't oh. seen those ones in a long time. I need to like, You're, like those need mesmerized to by that shit. stop motion shit as a kid. Yes. Yep. Oh, um. All right, I was gonna. T- I thought I was gonna be taking some low hanging fruit. Uh, fruit. I would love to see Buddy the Elf say fuck, but like in a <laughs> setting where he's like, like childish and doesn't really understand what it means. So it's like it's kind of like that SpongeBob episode where they have their cursing and they have the sentence oh, enhancers because yeah. so they're like walking and like, how the fuck are you? And I can just like Buddy the Elf. Be, yeah, see Buddy the Elf walking through like the workshop, getting back from the United, like back from America, and being like. Hey, fuckers! And they're like, oh, oh, excuse me. And he's like, like, what? He's like, how the fuck are you? Where they do the... I watched one episode of Chappelle's show. Muggins? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, cotton-headed knitted muggins. They're like, oh... Oh, you're not a cotton-headed nitty muggins. Yeah, like, I'm a fucking like, asshole. Yeah, like, he's I fucking like, dick liquor, and you're like, oh shit, what do you say? <laughs> to see like that level of innocence and bubbliness, say it in like not like we can't even I can't even act the way to say it because it's well, it like, like Brian was saying, it's like seeing Ralphie say fuck. Basically, Elf is like seeing a little kid say fuck, and everyone's like, yeah. should, but if you're like adults are like laughing, but they're like, don't say it. But the kids like sees you laughing, he's like. Well, I'm going to say it again because you'll see it laugh. Now I have to say it. <laughs> like, you know, at a certain point, like, like so he's going to watch this episode and think that I think it's funny when yeah. little kids say fuck and I don't have to tell him not to, even you though I do think it. it's funny. You did say it. So, because you got to imagine, right, um, Buddy and Zoe Deschanel, they're, they're living in the North Pole now. They're married. And she was just like your New York City slum for a while. Uh, you have to imagine at a certain point, she's like, buddy, shut the fuck up. And he's like, oh, what'd you say? And she's just like, I just need a second. Like, because. They're going to shut off the water. <laughs> You've changed one shut diaper. Shut the fuck up about Christmas. <laughs> yeah. We have she's to like, pay Mom. the bills. She's like, we, we have an Etch-A-Sketch. You fucking <laughs> moron. How do I get out of the North Pole? Guy has a um, big dick. Do you think they eventually do an Elf 2 where he becomes Santa? No, I hope not. Ooh, I hope not. Seeing old Will Ferrell come back and try to recapture the magic of Elf. No, I feel like sad. Is Ed Asner's... Is he dead? No, no Ed like Asner's not dead. He's still dead. I feel like Will Ferrell is smart. A, a sequel would have come out already. And B, I think he's a little smarter than that and knows his property, like what properties to... Like, no, he's not. He's not smarter than that. He's not. Smarter. <laughs> I, say, I don't know. He did Anchorman too. Let someone else say it. He's not. He's not smarter. Did do Anchorman too, but I'm pretty sure um, they made it basically so he couldn't say no. Um, I uh, I think I like my Rudolph better than the one that I had in my head, but I'm gonna say this one real quick. Uh, imagine a movie and where Santa <clears throat> supposedly Santa works 
the entire year to make toys for that one night, right? Um, we cut to Mrs. Claus in a therapy room, fucking pissed off and angry, and we just hear her say, he won't even fuck me. And that's literally the, the, only, <laughs> the only time she drops the F word. <laughs> that's that's my particular favorite. Mrs. Claus you're picturing. Is this? this is... <laughs> I, I actually I kind of like the cartoon one, the one that in the world where uh, TJ was setting it up. That would be okay. great. Okay. Yeah. She says, and since uh, I took low hanging fruit, can I just throw out one more? I think it would be really funny if just you could insert one right when the uh, the the Santa Claus in the Santa Claus gets startled by Tim Allen and he's starting to slip. He's like, oh, fuck. And he just like falls, <laughs> off the, <laughs> falls off the roof. That'd be a pretty funny place to put one. <laughs> oh, we can edit uh, that one in. Or, or the, the, the lady, the, the tiny elf that brings the hot chocolate goes like, you're not fucking Santa Claus. That would be great, too. Um, or she's like, quit making fuck me, eye, fuck me eyes at me. I look like I'm 12. <laughs> I am a 10 in, in my world, and I am untainable in your world. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, TJ or me, I'll read it. I don't know if you're aware. Um, the alien. Um, oh, yeah. There was news that supposedly the Israel, an Israel head security defense private blah, 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 top guy in Israel revealed that there are aliens among us. Um, there's a base in Mars. Um, Trump knows about it. So aliens are among us. Thing. So assume if Trump that knew about it, alien... we would know about it. He would, you would let us know. <laughs> so uh, imagine that an alien comes up to you, reveals that he's an alien, and asks you, what the fuck is Christmas? What is Santa Claus? What movie do you show him? It's... Her I day. Would say, you are very edgy, alien, with your harsh language. <laughs> are you from a Zack Snyder movie? <laughs> yeah. And he goes like, <laughs> uh, snaps her neck. Uh, he snaps uh, my neck. He's like, wow. <laughs> um, Ryan, where are you taking this uh, alien to watch a movie? What's the movie? What movie? You guys might not know this. Bunker. Uh, the last couple years, we traditionally would do a some sort of Christmas-themed bracket on this show. Um, we didn't do one this year. We have a bracket. It's coming out. It was filmed about six months ago. Um, <laughs> I was thinking we were going to get through one episode. Of one of bracket, which was to determine, which was to determine the best movie Santa. We yeah. picked uh, Claw Klaus from the yes, movie Klaus, and. He thought maybe we had recency bias because we had all just watched it and we all really enjoyed it. Well, I went back this year and I watched it again. I watched it last night. That movie is amazing. And I would 100% show that to an alien to give him the spirit of what Christmas and Santa Claus is all about. Well, sir, that is my pick, too. So we can see if Because, like you said, I I think it's a perfect encapsulation of show an alien of like, this is what is Christmas, or Klaus this is like so good, beard so of it. Klaus is so good. It kind of this is the meaning of realism of Christmas say, too. It like has it starts from a realistic place and it becomes a fantasy. But then, but then I could show. I could also show after we watch Klaus with the alien. I could show them and explain to them like, and this is what Santa Claus is typically in media. But they'd have a better understanding of it because if you're just going off and you're just going to show them to mounds of Santa Claus. 
that alien's gonna be trying to kill every fucking Santa. Yeah, like, the, the Santa Claus universe is insane. Like, you can't just show him that. Like, oh, and like, Santa? Spirit of Christmas. Yeah. You mean the alien would be like, basically trapped in a body horror movie until you kill someone? <laughs> until somebody kills someone. <laughs> what? You mean if I kill that mall Santa, I could get unlimited power and presence? And we'd be like, no, alien, don't do it. And all of a sudden, like, oh, please, alien, Santa. don't do it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a I great know you're edgy. You're from a Zack Snyder movie, but please stop. <laughs> he'd be like, he'd be like, drop it, fool, fuck. <laughs> hey, TK, I'm... since since they shared their uh, pick, uh, I'm a... that's the tagline uh, of the movie. <laughs> it's just a I line. remember somebody said that in the movie. It's always <laughs> it's, it's guys, guys. It's the bully who doesn't have a dad <laughs> says it to the kid while they're trying to get. Uh, a melting Jack Frost onto the Don't back you, of a, a truck. I absolutely love in movies how fucking mean little kids are. Like, little oh. kids in movies will make fun <laughs> of your dead parents. No sweat. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I was a little kid, and I had a friend with a dead parent, and it was not a thing you joked about, okay? <laughs> my favorite, my favorite... Uh, you your mama joke by accident? That her... Uh, you, it's a very awkward situation. <laughs> My fucking favorite part in Jack Frost that is so ridiculous is at the very end when he finally sees his wife, who he apparently loves. All he says to her is, "You look great." <laughs> so there's no Santa in it. There's no religion in it. It's just like you just hope. be like, oh, "Spin around, baby. Show me that ass." Oh, and then he whistles like, away. <laughs> like he goes, "Kate, you look great," and then he's fucking gone. And at the same time, sorry, TJ, I'm stealing your thunder, yeah. but he shows up on that street as San- as the, the snowman for the first time. He just goes, I'm a snowman. That's weird. So that's dumb. <laughs> like, like, pretty sure his best most- friend sleeping with his, wife, his ex-wife. Uh, no, he's a good man. I don't know, dude. Robert he's Barathe. taking care of that family, man. Robert oh, he's taking care of something. Robert Brown presents under the Christmas tree. Don't bring your Phil Hartman from Jingle All the Way energy in here. <laughs> that is not what has happened. He's he's just looking out. His best friend's dead. Yeah. And the J and shop, his wife, baby. His Kelly Preston, his hot Kelly Preston wife, needs just needs comfort. She's never looked better. She looks great. She looks great. You look great. Um, so I uh, secret word of the day is pug. Secret word pug. My pick was elf, dude. Um, the world world of Santa Claus is beautiful in that movie you can explain the the enthusiasm and the sense of wonder through Elf you can also explain the mall Santa Claus culture uh, through the the weird sequence where he gets into a fight with the mall Santa Um, (sighs) um, and also you know that, that that beautiful Hollywood imagination that Christmas can change even a shitty man that's been a shitty man for his entire life. Um, just hope so. the magic, just through the magic of Christmas. Oh, this that, is my change my answer to Muppet Christmas Carol. This is my problem with Elf. <laughs> Elf. This is my problem with Elf, though, and I love Elf. Elf is my favorite, one of my favorite Christmas movies. But with the Santa in that, is that they quantify magic. They do some midichlorian shit. He'll understand it though, because. He understands light years and time and travel and technology. How the fuck did he get here? So that's easy that he can relate to that, Joe. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Fair, fair. 
I think they have, they do a good mixture of like science and and magic, where it's like we have to use this engine because there isn't any belief yet. Yeah, well, well get belief. You don't need the engine. I'm just trying to make good content, baby. Don't ever mention the fucking uh, whatever you mentioned. What are they called? The Chromalonians? So we've had, well, the last movie, what was the last movie? Fuck, I don't remember what was the last was it movie. Time Crap? No, no, no. something oh. after that. It was, uh, was the movie I picked. Uh, Devil's Candy. Yeah, so, Devil's uh, Candy. Devil's Devil's candy. candy. Um, with Devil's Candy aside, um, I've been through the ringer lately in this podcast with Lake Placids and Time Crap and yeah. uh, the past. So I, <laughs> to pick, I just wanted to pick like a like a fastball down the lane and have some fucking fun. And I picked True Lies. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm, I'm gonna read off this cast because this is a friend. Of, so director James Karen, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tom Arnold, Bill Paxton, RP. Uh, Tia Carreri. Carrera. Tia Carrera. Tia Carrera. Uh, Elishka Dushku. Eliza uh, and Dushku. Charles. Real quick, while we're talking about Eliza Dushku. Charles Hanson. Which Hanson. Arnold screaming do you prefer, Jamie or Dana? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jamie. 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 Dana. Jamie. Um, but yeah, I knew it, Jamie. <laughs> And um, yeah, uh, quick. If you haven't seen this movie, what the fuck are you doing? See it. Uh, I know. It's you know. unavailable too. It's not easy to see. It's on Prime. It's on Prime right now. You can see now. it. Okay. For a long um, time, it wasn't available anywhere to stream. It was yeah, weird, dude. Like, I, I actually, yeah, I actually said to watch it, and I started looking for it. And I was like, fuck, it's not available. I'm, we're gonna have to. Do some magic with Joe. And the other, and, and the, the, yesterday, they put it on Prime. So I was like, Good. Well, for a while, it was, uh, I think, I, like, back in high school, I remember, it was only available through, like, e-picks, like, on-demand. that could be on, like, random on-demand searches, but not available for, like, rentals or purchase or anything. All right. So, so if you had a star oh, subscription. I take, I'm going to take this back real fast. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to go back to that one of the topics you had. The, one of the best movie experiences I had in 2020. I forgot I sent this tweet to you guys yesterday. This was the first watch for me in February because one of you mentioned it in an episode. And I was yeah. like, I got to go back and watch it. It was probably and, when you were watching the top 10 action movie episode of DVD Bunker. I imagine that had to be. Yeah, I think oh, it's been a while. If anyone had DVD Bunker on your flyover bingo card, it has been a while. I mean, <laughs> listen, knock it off. I can't check that off. <laughs> Oh uh, fuck me! So, yeah, okay, so, yeah. So, actually, so true lies. So let me let me fucking. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me say the let me say the intro, and then we can actually talk about the fucking movie. God damn it! Tom, Tom Arnold and Arnold Schwarzenegger are fucking spies. They're doing their shit. Um, Arnold is married to Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, she's a secretary. She's Child fucking from Jingle All the Way. She's fucking bored out of her mind in this marriage because her cup. She doesn't know that her husband is a spy. Her his cover is a salesman, a computer salesman. So he she's having an she's wanting to have an affair with a fake spy, Bill Paxton, RP, uh, which is a sleazy. Steals the fucking movie. Yes, he does. Uh, he has a tiny penis. It doesn't even work. Uh, <laughs> I got a little thing. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. <laughs> uh, um, 
So Arnold ropes her into this fake uh, spy world, uh, and that actually ropes her into his world where a group of terrorists have a nuclear bomb or a dirty bomb or a bomb. I remember which of the three it is. Um, and now Arnold has to save his wife, his daughter, Jamie and Dana and the world. And that's pretty much it. Man. It's pretty straightforward. He rides a horse. He yeah, rides. He a has car. to kill a lot of brown people. <laughs> yeah, he kills a lot of brown people, and he uses a jet uh, in a city, and I love that minimal scene. damage happens. Um, Him commandeering that jet. So I love I, Tom I, Arnold like I, telling the other dudes that he's good <laughs> as he's like smashing <laughs> up the car. No, no, yeah, it's like riding a bike. He, he'll get it. He'll get it. Um, <laughs> So can I propose something? I know we usually go like you know all over the place, uh, but can we go semi in order because this is one of the most compressed movies that we've ever covered. Like it's Real more, quick. it has more stuff in it than I, Endgame. I do yeah. want to do. I'm fine with that. We can try to do it a little more chronological. But real quick, let me just say the structure of this movie is wild, right? It's like wild. Ever has so there been more three like? The three-act structure is very much present, but, like, the first two acts are two totally different movies. Yes. And then at the end of the second act, the third act literally kicks down the door and is like, <laughs> we're back into act one now, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Remember like, the shit from the beginning of the movie? It's happening again. It's like, forget what we just did. It's an Arnold action movie That's again. over and we're back to the plot. <laughs> it's like they had one movie that was True Lies and it was just a spy movie. And then they took that whole thing about the husband and wife, they had a little like half a Mr. and Mrs. Smith movie yeah. and they just yeah. wanted to like plop it in the middle and it makes this movie like two hours and 40 minutes, but so long. it's two hours and 40 minutes in the way that Shawshank is long. Like you oh. just, you just are it there. You're like, I, I never, I never feel the length of true lies. Like there's no, always no. something going and it's like keeping me, you know, the, the, the dialogue is popping. And you can start the action is kicking like, so it's I a tremendous, I have two questions that came up. I watched it with my, my wife. This is also one of her top favorite movies of all time. Uh, yeah, my wife also joined for this, like, kind of more like just the second half, but she enjoyed it very much as well. <laughs> so she proposed a thing that I am, um, obviously, I I don't fully agree, but it would be a completely different movie, But and now I want it, I want to see it. She says she doesn't like Tom Arnold. He kills us in this movie. But she says that she would prefer... Uh, Jason Alexander in that role instead of Tom. Oh, I can see him. It would be a slightly, it would be a different energy for sure, but he would still be fine. I love Tom Arnold. I really like Tom Arnold. Good Tom Arnold performance ever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the second thing she asked is, is this peak Arnold in terms of sexiness, like in terms of attractiveness? He looks good in this. He's he not looks, too yeah. big. He's like he's very he's handsome. Like he is all the way style. It's I'll I tell have... you what was wild to me. I was telling my wife this. It's weird that there's only ten years between the Terminator and this movie. Yeah. Yes. Like the fact that he had that much career change and like had evolved yeah. to the star he was by that point in only ten years is yeah. bananas. <laughs> I well, feel is like this, is this his first jab at a more of like comedic at this point oh, it was twins. Oh, he done kindergarten cop oh did he do twins i wasn't yeah. sure the year of this okay and yeah, twins so. and juniors, 94 yeah oh okay never mind i thought this was but like I, 90 i i argue he does I, james cameron I, does uh right the t2 comes out at the end of like 1990 oh and, okay and, and this is cameron's next movie 
Gotcha. I thought this was before T2, so... No, but I argue that I found him more fuckable in um, Last Action Hero. Yeah, like, he's super same. tan. Like, uh, I have Shadow. In this movie, in True Lies, is he the same? He's basically the same character as in Jingle All the Way. Yes. I haven't watched these back to back. He's yeah. like the same amount of kind of disinterested dad. His look is very much the same with like the long coat. He's always wearing like the Ooh. long raincoat. That's the another thing to compare those two. There's that part in Jingle All the Way where he goes into like the Santa factory to get the doll, right? And the cops come in. He like looks down, sees a badge, and has like this like moment of just like ad libbing. He's a cop. And then in fucking the beginning of True Lies, when he when this is probably one of my favorite parts. When uh, I guess we're gonna go back a little bit. Um, but the first like party where he comes in in a scuba suit and gets out, he's just completely dry with a suit underneath. No, that. and not and a goes, single. I want that shirt. Not a single wrinkle. No, he's <laughs> under a wetsuit. Not a single. <laughs> The, I, I, I love that scene. That's like that's that's your little taste of what it would be like to have Arnold Schwarzenegger be James Bond, and, and it also, works. It's really yeah. funny. He's got the bit where he's like at the table and he's telling all the caterers like that's different shit to distract the, them, and then he's got the bit where he's coming out of the room and he's talking about having to take a leak, and they throw up in the subtitles. It says perfect Arabic. I love that. <laughs> well, they do. Um. Uh. So with with he's supposed to be under ice in a in a wetsuit that's supposed to keep you warm. Yeah. So wetsuits, the purpose of them, they let a small layer of water in that your body heats up and keeps warm as you're moving through the water. So he'd be soaked and not just be like in a fucking, I don't even oh, know. What it's kind of perfect. Suit. It's great though. Like you said, this it's is an James Omega Bond. sector, uh, zip wetsuit, which Omega sector is apparently a even more secret branch of the government the, than the CIA or anything. One of, one of my favorite. Yeah. Because they keep saying, sorry, Joe, they keep saying like, what government, what branch is he from? And they were, they, they're like... Even at the end of the movie, yeah. they're like, it's unclear what branch <laughs> of the government was involved yeah. in taking down the terrorists, but... It, but I was saying, it, man, when I, it, 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 Arnold tropes, it's the same thing with, like, you have, like, with The Rock today or whatnot, is, A, he's such a... Dis, his accent and his build is so distinct that it's, like, he's not just a salesman same having jing- a problem thing you have in jingle all the way where it's like oh it's just my just my normal husband salesman who is uh you know looks like a bodybuilder and it makes uh, sense a, in Austrian this movie because he is a spy but in jingle all the way he's not and he still yes. looks like that <laughs> yes yeah, but so in this he, he's that he's a spy. but wouldn't the wife be like honey why are you so big how, when is how is this happening i don't know though Spoiler alert, we get a crack at Jamie Lee's body and we see her on the tread on the, the stationary bike early. She clearly keeps it tight also. Oh yeah. so, she, you know, right, so I mean we promised we promised that it was gonna be chronological, but yeah, that was when I discovered <laughs> when I, this is ninety four, I think I saw it ninety seven, I was maybe nine years old when I saw it. And I was like, Oh I like women. She happened right then. <laughs> yes, that was the moment I was like, my balls, my tiny balls dropped. <laughs> one hair, one hair came out, and I was like, I like women. <laughs> that happened. That was when it happened. Amy Lee Curtis. Yousef, <laughs> get us on more of a chronological thing. Oh, you want uh, to yeah. Lead us through no, talking about the opening scene and him as James Bond. Let's start there. Yeah, we already kind of brushed over, like, we saw him in the ice, we get to meet, we see his dancing prowess, he's slick, um, playing the terrorists against each other, uh, we meet Taya, which is, we later find, she's an uh, art stealer, right? And yeah. she's smoking hot in this movie, too, she left Garth 
uh, no, Wayne. Wayne. Uh, uh, rightfully so. And now she's in the terrorist business. Um, but what I wanted to touch on is like the contrast of, you know, his demeanor. And I think like it's very underrated for Arnold in terms of acting, like how he changes when he's at home versus his introduction in that uh, opening sequence. Oh, yeah. He's such a slick, cool guy. And then he's just with his glasses. He's, he's very talented. Like, honey, you know, the data and you can open it and you see the. Oh, computer. yeah. Telling her about the computer stuff and like purposely yeah. being boring, you know? Yeah. <laughs> would you, say that, daughter, would you say that that daughter is too young to be riding bikes to, to school? No, she's, she's probably 14, like 15, 15. right? So that means uh, her boyfriend could easily be 16 or 17 and riding a bike. Oh, would you let your daughter ride a motorcycle no. to school? No. No, not my daughter. And especially not if I looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I would clothesline that kid's head clean off his shoulders when he tried to <laughs> ride that bike away. I would just put my hand out and then his, it would, his head would come off. <laughs> how how, how did, he, did he not kill Tom Arnold when he asked him, do you think your daughter's still a virgin? Like, oh, who the yeah. fuck asked that question? <sighs> what? Tom, Tom, Arnold. Delivering Tom Arnold must have a really, like, those characters must have be really close. Because, yeah, he says some off-color shit about That's what I'm saying, but Tom Arnold sure. delivering that, just, like, it makes sense. Like, I don't think I would like Jason Alexander delivering that role. <laughs> to that line. Like, I, I feel like know. it'd I be like... I killed it, too. No, I think it would be more like his character in Shallow Hal, where you just... Well, he's pretty just I think Pretty Woman is the is the most yeah. apt. yeah. You're like, Tom Arnold, like, I'm like, you're a jokester. I got you. You're not threatening to me. It's like the Tom Arnold doesn't even like the I daughter. I one, one of Tom Arnold's funniest lines, the thing about the ice cube trays, that is like a real ad lib because it's about Roseanne. Roseanne took <laughs> oh the ice cube God, trays really? out of the fucking, she did that <laughs> shit. That's a real, oh. that's, that's real <laughs> shit. That what type happened. of monster would take the if ice you ever have, like, I, I, If you ever like listen to a podcast or anything with Tom Arnold, Especially if it's like movie related, you know, which is mostly the way I've I've run into him on a few things. You can tell that this was the highlight of his career. Even now, he looks back on this as the highlight of his career, and like the way he talks about how like how much James Cameron liked him and how like he want you know how James Cameron like pan handpicked him for this role and was like, no, you're gonna be in this movie. I have a role. I'm basically it's like it's specifically for you. And like the high, he's just been riding that high, you know? <laughs> well that and cocaine. So he's like um an even sadder version than Pauly Shore because at least Pauly Shore had more than one movie. No because, but Polly Shore never hit the heights of being in a True Lies. He never got but picked by James Polly Shore Cameron. carried movies alone, though. Yeah, but never a good movie. Well, Not if you guys, if you want to hear more about Polly Man's career, you want to hear and more about he never got, and, and The only he never reason got I'm saying this is because this could be an episode of <laughs> I mean, we do have a Polly Shore flyby. Yeah, that's the only reason did I'm bringing we? him up, because he, <laughs> he's going to drop this episode of Polly Shore real soon, right? It's going to... Real yep. soon. Uh, my point yeah. is, when one of the greatest directors Stay of all right time, now. who directed two of the highest grossing movies of all time, hand picks you, I think that shit sticks with you no matter what you've been through in your life. Like You're going to look back on that and be like, hell yeah, in 1994, I was the shit. Do <laughs> you know what I loved about that is that in the – so we, we meet his, his boring and then the terrorists are tailing him because the head terrorist notices that he's – obviously an agent because he's fucking huge 
Um, so it's a he dead comes giveaway. to see Juno, and they kind of yeah. like, and you, get, you see that dude gets to slap her around a couple times. Yeah, they so go they the start following and him, and we get the dude, the assassin that's dressed like the Terminator from T1, which is amazing. Yes. That dude's big. That that's dude's a so brawler, too. I was thinking that same shit. Yes, and we get an amazing uh, bathroom fight sequence. Is it better than the Mission Impossible one? I still don't think that. Yeah, Mission Impossible doesn't uh doesn't Casino Royale or Quantum of Solace start with yes, like one of the James one. Bo- recent James one. Bond movies starts the bathroom play too. I was actually watching this thinking of all the different action movies that uh, I tweeted out that Michael ba- like James Cameron made the best Michael Bay movie. This is the best Michael Bay movie that was oh, ever yeah. made. True lies. But also when he got the, the the horses and the motorcycle, that made me think about John Wick. Right? John Wick yep. just yeah. recently did the, did that same thing. And then yeah, Yo. like you said, the bathroom fight that that's okay. been touched on. Dude. Like, but that's dude, a great. That's they should do one of those line. in Terminator Three. <laughs> this yeah, movie, and I love, like, I love. So go ahead, Joe. Sorry. I don't know. I was just to say like. It has huge, like, the ending, especially, like, the rock energy. Speaking of Michael Bay, like, the ending chase, mm. peer, fucking well, through, like, when, a... When the nuclear bomb goes off, and, and my, my wife was like, this movie's not over yet. I was like, oh, no, we have, like, a whole nother, like, action yeah. sequence to get. <laughs> like, we're not even... We got, like, a better part of a half hour left. Well, yeah. <laughs> I would, like, like James Cameron... I wish James Cameron made another movie like this and not just no. said, let's do Avatars for the rest of our lives. That would never happen. It's so sad, dude. It's so sad that he's gone down this rabbit hole. I don't know. He did make Avatar. one more movie like this. He made Titanic, which is actually a legit action movie. Amazing movie. action movie. Yeah. I'll um, go back so, to Tom Arnold, though, in that one but, scene where <laughs> there, uh, uh, he loses the guy... And then eventually finds him. This is between that the the horse uh, scene, and he they're shooting at him. And he hides behind that pole. Oh yes. And it's like ding ding And I'm like, no fucking way. And he I'm does, like, I love well, he does that body like, check. Ooh, and he grabs his nuts. He's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Not just and Tom, Tom, Tom Arnold. There are some really great like whoever wrote. I would like to go back and see who, who wrote on this movie because like uh, right at the very beginning during the spy thing when they're in the van and the other guy who's on the team, who's like the tech guy, he comes in and he doesn't close the van door. And, you know, he, and Tom, I was like, what were you born in a barn? And real quick, he's like, no, poor house. I just, uh, that <laughs> line, that line always made me laugh. It made me laugh this time too. It's like, I love that. Some of that dialogue, it's really like, and you can tell when Tom Arnold's improving, but he's really funny. <laughs> and that kid, that oh, yeah. kid shows up. is like a great actor in a lot of these movies. Like, just, I don't, I would never know his name. But he's like the kid who does that. Yeah, I, I call him a kid because he looks younger than Tom Arnold in that scene. But he does oh, yeah, all these yeah. type of roles. He's in Black Sheep. He's uh, he's like Chris Farley's cop buddy in Black Sheep. Yeah, you're like, right. He shows up in all these weird movies. And you're like, so when he came in the van, I was like, oh, he's in the Scorpion that. King also. <laughs> yes, yeah, the Scorpion King. That's the one yep. that I was. Yep. Yeah. That guy worked okay. in the nineties. No, yeah, he got work for sure. Um, so uh, Brian mentioned it. Uh, t- uh, after the amazing fight sequence. Also, the poor guy just trying to read a paper and take a shit, and suddenly just all hell breaks loose in that bathroom. It's hilarious. His <laughs> pants got <Sorry>. wet. Um, <laughs> that chase, that uh, that horse and motorcycle chase is so good. The the elevator with the the horse tails whipping the old lady in the yes. face. Come on, there's so much and good the, shit. Oh, and the, yeah, the old dude is like, it's a beautiful beast, and suddenly he just whips <laughs> the face of his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, shout out to a very smart horse who didn't jump off that building and, and would most certainly have died. <laughs> that we know yeah. of. 
Uh, no, yeah. Uh, that that motorcycle jump has nothing to envy from the Fast and the Furious uh, franchise for sure. That's. Uh, but I love the the. There's like you said. There's a lot of humor in it, and I love the um, Tom's Arnold's reaction to Arnold saying, "Hurry, my horse is getting tired." And he's like, "What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> horse, so good." <laughs> um, this is the part where we were talking about where like okay the 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 uh the terrorist gets away and they just are like all right anyway let's go fo i'm i'm turned my focus on my wife yeah. and i think she might be having an affair he like overhears her he goes to have a, a lunch with her surprise her and he overhears her like getting a phone call and going yeah, to have a secret is... rendezvous with some dude and i love that tom arnold keeps pointing out how he's using like government funds to track his wife and how illegal it is <laughs> <laughs> you cannot do this <laughs> yeah and, and this and, is when we made go ahead joe i was saying all like arnold keeps doing to keep him like going along is like well i know one thing about you you got a blowjob <laughs> once yeah one time you got a beach it's like yeah but you were like legit using government like you got helicopters you got okay. teams of dudes <laughs> okay guys and this is where i want to bring up that um that was brought up to uh tj while watching this on twitter on how problematic this film is and, um, you know, you know the just, way he the really, his just really the turmoil of this fictional family and character okay. and showing all sorts of no conflict, Truly um, toxic, masculinity. um, just how could you support such a monster? Like, let me check my notes. Arnold Schwarzenegger in a James Cameron action movie because he decides to put his wife in a position of, of death. Oh, Oh, disgusting. I can't believe he was being romantic. This. Come on now. Oh yeah, it was super romantic when he got oh, his French wow. uh when he got his French dude co-worker to tape a Are we ready to start talking about that? Cuz yes. I got some notes. Yes. Yeah, no, I wanted to lead right. you into it. Sorry, I couldn't help but not bring so, that up because so that was going to be a two-hour We've had We're, we're jumping way ahead seven. because we're we're already skipping past the most important part, which is the introduction of the man. Bill fucking Paxton as Simon. Um, I love when they're tracking him at first. You know, they're like listening on their first meeting, and he's like, they think he's a spy, and they're kind of working it out. Then he starts taking credit for Arnold Schwarzenegger's yeah. shit, you know? And oh, and then they find out. <laughs> my favorite. They fall my, into the used car place, and it's just like keeps my, getting worse and worse. My favorite scene, my favorite scene with him is. Arnold just giving him the death stare and him just eating the hot dog and just talking about his wife. That yeah. sequence always makes me laugh so hard because Arnold legit Although, is going to kill him. There's a questionable line like, in there where he describes her as having an <laughs> ass like a 10-year-old boy that was always, I'm like, that wait, was wait, that was, yeah. Yeah, that? it's a little uh, sus, as in kids would say. No, that's very just doing what he does best, which is be the comedic part of an action movie. We only ever saw him do like one legitimate full on comedy, but he's always the funniest guy in whatever movie he's in. <laughs> yeah, Not he has Twister. great. Um, what was the other one? Uh, like, uh, fuck, Weird Science. He has yeah. great time in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, you know, Predator 2, he's kind of doing Predator the same kind of thing. He's like yeah. cocky asshole like you know but he's really funny obviously aliens another james cameron joint i mean even in um, um he's uh, hilarious in frailty 
that's Dying. That's, oh, real, real gut buster. He's Even in uh, salad, that one. uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh yeah, he had good. Yeah, he's great. Edge of Tomorrow. I still haven't seen that yet. It's, no, but I love, I love all his like his bravado in this one and every. You know what I mean? He's just so. And then of course Arnold and his team bring him down. I I love when. They're tracking, they're riding in the car, and they're like, it's like, yep, she's got her head in his lap. Ooh, but Yahoo! <laughs> Yahoo! It just keeps getting, Arnold just getting worse and worse. The, but the thing, you still saying the look he's giving him, like, Arnold has a look that. Dude, during the, the dinner scene as well, oh, when Jamie's like lying. When they like, focus in on the teeth grinding, yeah. And he does that in a lot of these movies where he gets this, like, upper lip curl thing and you yeah. see the gap and you're just like i would not fuck with that dude man <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know his dimensions i'm sure he's like 6'4 240 250 maybe bigger but like nope no thank you you know bill paxton's uh, uh, well the, the i think that one of the best jokes one of the best jokes in the entire movie is when Tom Arnold is trying to convince him like you shouldn't be doing this calm down and he just punches the window yeah, and Tom Tom is like, okay, let's do this. That's where he's like trying to get the, the the missing page, and then they do the same thing with the blowjob joke, where he's like, uh, you know, oh, how'd you like to know that you blew a six week operation because you're getting a blowjob? He's like, okay, you're gonna want to make the next turn right up here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's kind of uh, I'm thinking about this now. You know what's really like, especially at that time, someone like there was a perfect formula people figured out. Like we put. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger with these perfect comedic pairings. He knows how to play off of them, and they know how to play off them perfectly. Like, yeah, Danny Vito and Twins, and I legit want a uh, sequel to Twins with the these two old dudes. They, I think it could threatening to make it and call it Triplets and put Eddie Murphy in it. That's what that was like the rumor for a Uh, long time. I think they were like just about ready to do it too. I bet if Coming to America does well, they will. They'll do it. Oh, yeah, those photos! That yeah, those one photos look like laugh, really. I don't want to talk about how bad the Coming to America sequel is, guys. Let's not um, ruin lives. All right, by doing all right. That. So, uh, so okay. So we already talked about my puberty puberty moment. Well, uh, real quick, I got one more thing about Bill Paxton. His whole speech when they're holding him over the dam and threatening him—I had that shit memorized. Like as he's saying it, I just like it's. It just flows directly through me. He's like, I have to lie to women to get laid. I don't score much. <laughs> I got a little thing. It's pathetic. That's the funniest part. I got a little thing. So, <laughs> and good. when he, and he's like, guys, don't leave me here. And Tom Arnold just chooses the floor. He's like, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, Ugh. no, yeah, he fucking steals the movie. And also, just to mention it here, so we can just wrap a bow around uh, Paxton RP. Um, he feels like such a huge part of the movie. He's literally in it for like fifteen and minutes. He's the closing bit. Yeah. Like he's the closing bit as well. Yeah, he gets he the stinger, in the, the stinger choke. Yeah. yeah, and Jamie Lee just fucking makes makes him pee in pants again. And he just runs away, and, so. he, and he pulls like the biggest mug where he's like, <laughs> like he mugs so hard. <laughs> fucking hilarious um so we fast forward we're gonna fast forward to jamie knows that arnold is a killer but only bad people oh um, no we did, we skipped the interrogation scene though that's so good too like all right let's go there i'm just i mean i'm to, just saying we can we can gloss over it, but there's so much good stuff here they take right, down something right. they take 
Jamie Lee into the interrogation room and like kind of like are questioning her and like she's revealing things about you know, the way she feels it's, and how she feels neglected, real, how she feels bored and stuff. And Arnold's starting to understand. And that's when he decides to like give her a mission, a mission again, to yeah. use our tax dollars to fuck around. <laughs> and yeah. uh, really, he has like, to bring the spark back, dude. It's yeah, that's how you do it with tax. Yeah, I'll tell you what, if my taxes pay for Jamie Lee to do that dance, uh, money yeah, well spent. I'm fine with okay. that. It's um, a it's a really well acted scene though that interrogation's like she's great in that. And yeah, then, for and, sure. And then I I do find it the it's fun. She's kind of a career him. comeback for Jamie Lee too. Yeah. She hadn't been doing a ton before her, this. But her her was this uh, a fish called Wanda? This is after a fish called Wanda though. Before this was before fish called Wanda. Ninety seven. After fish called Wanda, but oh. this is before after, based like off the strength of this and her star rising again. They did this kind of pseudo sequel, Fierce Creatures. What's that? What's it's that? a pseudo sequel to a fish called Wanda. Uh, <laughs> what's fish called Wanda? So, oh, fuck like you, a, TJ. Yeah, you won't like don't, it. We don't have time for all that, TJ. Come on, all man. Right, relax. So, but yeah, that that's a great sequence, and uh, her smashing the window is so good. She's a great actress. Like, I love that she could take it to that serious level. Even though we're in schlocky no, action. Well, what I like, honestly, she'd been kind of a wacky, goofy mom up until that point in the movie. We'd only see her kind of be like, Ur, and she's got the big glasses and everything. And but she's what, always but, kind of but what I want to bring up hokey, you know? about the entire, not just her in that too, is it's great with Arnold because we are talking about this whole, it's like, oh, it's all creepy and this and that. I actually like that it's, he's like sweet in that scene of like, no, I want to give my wife an adventure now. Yes, I'm doing She's a lot. Right. Of- I have neglected her and she does deserve yeah. to have an adventure and I'm going to do, I'm going to use my power to give that to her. And in yeah. Arnold's mind, and we, he's only showed us so far that he can control everything around. Like he's, he <laughs> knows what's going to happen. So in his mind, it's like, I could give her a controlled environment where I make this kind of like, like, like scandalous for her. Oh, so that like, that room was not dark enough to hide Arnold. No, okay, that's my well, point. Honestly, like, she, yeah, nothing she he know does him is really like all within the scope of his. You know, like he just wasn't thinking that the terrorists would find him again. He had kind of he he was wasn't paying close enough attention to that shit. All right, he let's. Also, and by the way, they had to have a mole. Right? How did the terrorists yeah. know to break into that apart? Because that was a weird secret thing that he was doing that nobody really knew about. She should also yeah. have a uh, should have also smelled him, like known his sm- scent when they kissed when on they, the bed. When they kissed, period. Like yeah, even she should have been like that's my husband, like, that close to her, and like yeah. she should have been able to like sent him Freak, out. Freaked out. Freaked out. All right. Absolutely. Fast forward. Fast forward. Fast forward. Okay. Sorry. We're, um, she gives him a sex. He gives her a sexy mission. She comes to complete it. She does a sexy dance. They get busted up. The third act, I literally the first act breaks into the third act. Boom. Okay. There we go. So we're, we're, um, Jamie Lee learns about his lies through the, his true lies. <laughs> um, oh, through the, I do love the little bit for the first couple minutes where when they're getting kidnapped, she thinks it's about her because she thinks she's protecting him by mission getting broken up. And she's like, let me handle this. That's a really funny little gag. And they don't let it go on too long. They get stupid and it gets unrealistic. It it, it ends quick enough. So Arnold kills everybody. She makes a joke about him being Rambo. I do love the headshot. Where he's like, drop the weapon, and he drops the weapon, and just whips and just 
plastic guy in the head. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, Jamie so when kills he a bunch of people. The great, when he stomps on the pallet and breaks the board and throws the AK up into his hand, that was always, I always love that move. That's so sweet. I've always liked the the Uzi falling down the stairs and killing a bunch of people. That's a fun just, moment, but that's a really like dumb kind of like guns don't do yeah. that type thing. But yeah, it's fun. it's fun though. It's a super fun little scene. This so movie we, has cartoon. This, this movie has cartoon energy in its DNA. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, one hundred percent. This is like like Brian said. This is a better Michael Bay movie for sure. Um, we get to the long, the longest bridge in the world, um, which has a fantastic. It has one of the best stunts I've seen in a while, with, with the some man hanging off the helicopter, trying to oh, grab well, the. Yeah, the, the way so when first we can't skip over real quick. There's a Jamie Lee Curtis Tia Kirk cat fight in this movie. So oh yeah, so yeah. But oh, she love, she flips she flips the ring and just slaps yeah. her. That's, when, that's when, fucking when so sick. The last moment when Jamie Lee and her, when Jamie Lee and Arnold lock eyes, and she like jumps up and grabs the arm, and just yeah. as the way the the limo falls away, and she kind of oh, slips so out good. of it, it's really great. It's it's a so really good. excellent little stunt. Like then they kiss, really the bomb goes off in a romantic way, and we get to we we now come full circle to the joke that Brian mentioned in there, uh, where Tom Arnold is like, yeah, he's he's good. He's got he jumps into a jet fighter engine. Um, and flies into the city. Commercial for the military. There was like some uh, billions of dollars of research making that Harrier jet that can take off vertically. Fun fact: My uh, cousin works for. I shouldn't. Actually, I shouldn't be saying that. He's a secret government. Uh, He designs those type of engines. Um, So, um, fun fact: Um, So he's trying to save his daughter. Um, Want to talk about that sequence? Anybody? Liza Dushku. Well, yeah, the, the head terrorist kidnaps his daughter. Yep. And they take her to the building. Diana. And she steals the nuclear Diana. key that to set off another bomb and runs off with it. And he chases her up the building. They're out on like some scaffolding. For some reason, this is my fav- my wife's favorite sequence because as a kid, she. I, I Maybe I should be scared of this, but as a kid, she liked the idea of a bomb needing a key. Like she, huh. she loved that a key could blow up everything. <laughs> She's like, I, I've always loved. You can see that I it's pretty cool. And he only needs the one key. He doesn't need anybody. He can do it all himself. No, he, he doesn't need good. anybody one else key. to turn with. One key to fuck everybody up. <laughs> um, so uh, he kills everybody <laughs> with the jet engine. Um, save the daughter. The daughter falls on top of the jet engine. The, the terrorist is trying to kill him, and we have. I, I want to say top five, top ten best villain deaths in all movies. Oh, this is a good this one. This is right up there with the guy in Last Boy Scout who falls into the helicopter blades. I have oh. a question about the, I, the villain, the non-Tia Carrera, like the main terrorist. Die Hard 2 has he, a good morning. Was he doing brown face? Was that a white guy doing brown face? I don't I think so. Okay, it was one of those terrorist? like vague, hard to tell, because it kind of looks like the dude from uh, 30 Rock. Doing brown face. Uh, I can see that. Yeah, who's uh, Jack Donahue's uh, like his uh, assistant? That guy. Yeah, the the um the one of the co leads in it with Tina Fey. He's uh, Pakistan. He's Pakistan. Okay, he is. Okay, I, for the whole time I'm like, ooh, this is a brown one face. of the big criticisms of this movie, and the reason that they say we haven't gotten a sequel is because Speaking somebody's got to be the bad guys. Make the bad guys domestic terrorists. I don't care. Make them white Speaking people. Of, I'm fine with that. So when they remade fucking uh, Red Dawn, they were just like, let's do North Korea. 
Speaking like of Arab terrorists, let's be racist towards each other. A pretty decent uh, Arnold Arnold movie that's forgotten is uh, Collateral. I like I that Collateral Damage. Because it came out in that like kind of like movie. late stage Arnold. I was kind of done with Arnold it movies. Literally, it literally was like one of the movies that got pulled. And it, as it should have because of 9-11. Because it dealt with yeah. the, the terrorist bombing. And it was due to come out like two weeks after 9-11. Uh, but it's not a bad movie. Like, I mean, no, it's, no. It's, I, don't, I didn't hate it. Yeah. No, it's like, a typical like, action movie. In a movie. It's taken. It's a basically taken. No, that's, that's uh, Sixth Day, is it? That's the sixth day. It's like a clone of them or something like that. Yeah, that's the sixth yeah. day. No, and then Eraser, that was kind of like one of the Eraser was kind of right was maybe one of an end of days or like Eraser last sucked. ones I saw, Eraser and then they kind of like the next Broke couple after that. Yeah, collateral the bombing, the terrorist bombing kills his family, so he takes like a vendetta. End against of days, him. arguably not terrible though. Kind of yeah. fun. not terrible. Collateral horrible, horrible beer though. Is two thousand two, uh, and it's basically. Just a Taken type movie, just a decade before Taken. So, so I feel like uh, we we did it, guys. We we covered the entire fucking movie. Uh, well, we did, probably glossed. Yeah, over. we talked about the stinger, right? With with them, I I do have to throw up a little bit of an argument where it's like it's only been a year, but Jamie Lee Curtis is now a full on agent who gets to go yeah. out on missions and shit, and like. I'm anyway, also, I buy it. they are doing a terrible job keeping their cover at that last party. Like they are. They're making Bill Paxton piss himself. Yeah. They're all talking to people they don't know. They're, you know, the like they're he's running off making a ruckus. Right. They're doing a big tango number again. They're really drawing a lot of attention to themselves. Bro, but also, imagine, also imagine how long it took for the stiff board that is Arnold to learn that tango sequence just for the end credit sequence. Just what like he tangos with Tia Carrere too. He's yeah. light on his feet. He's light on his feet. He was a mystery. He was a mystery. Universe. He was letting the ladies do most of the work. Listen, <laughs> the most of right. it was this. You said well, you know what time thing. it is. It's time sure for the ladies. Ladies, ladies, Joe, what are you giving this movie? All right. Uh, I did think of something while we were watching this, and I thought I'd seen this, like I like I said earlier, like in high school for the first time. I'm pretty sure the first time I ever saw this movie, they played a lot on the Superstation. Oh, I bet. If anyone remembers did. that. I'm pretty sure I watched it on the Superstation. Yes, anyway, um, I give this. It all became like reality shows. Yes. I give this movie a uh, a 9.2 uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis thongs Ooh. out of 2. Woo! I hit I second hit purity. Second purity. Brian, what are you giving this one? Alright, I know I mentioned it a little earlier, uh, but this movie did make my top ten action movies when I did my DVD Bunker episode. It came in at number four. That's pretty fucking high. Um, what was, what was that? No, not, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Never mind. It's it's not perfect. It's over. It's a little long. It's a little don't disjointed like we talked about with the way the plot kind of bat, jumps back and forth. Uneven. But... Despite its length, it moves, it clips along, it's never boring, it never slows down. Uh, James Cameron is, like, top of his game here. 
Um, I got to give it like a 9.5. I mean, it's Ooh. damn near a perfect action movie. Damn. Uh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go next. 9.5, listening devices nestled snugly between Jamie Lee's breasts. Oh, and that pressure, bro. Um, um, I'm gonna go next, and then TJ closes us out, and that way you can give us the pick for the inaugural episode of 2021. When we all return from our dream state. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I fucking agree. I, if you go to my Twitter, follow me on Twitter at Wild Um, I said it. I love this fucking wild, batshit, uneven. Uh, funny action-packed movie. It's just, it's a blast. Like, uh, it's one of those movies. And my wife is my wife is it has a my very wife. she has a very low tolerance to long movies. Like, she's a a ninety-minute gal. And this movie, she was like, the time. Next to me. She was sitting next to me, like fucking <laughs> happy as shit. Uh, um, that's why she married me because she she doesn't. Need a long time. Um, like don't make it take too long. Girls don't like. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Doesn't look bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, nine, nine. It's a nine, 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 nine. Um, nine. Exploding brown men in the air. Whoa, uh, Brian. No, uh, TJ. Sorry, TJ. TJ. Everyone. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow suit. This kid's gonna a uh, solid nine unwrinkled suits underneath the wetsuit. Yes. This movie's just. I mean. I it hasn't even been a year yet, and I fucking enjoyed this movie so much. That is my second watch that I did, um, just it because just it really is, feels it, like James Cameron refined what they had been doing in the eighties and nineties, right? And it was like, yeah. here's what action is gonna like. I've I've perfected it. Here it is. But like, what we need to do is is we need to like take suit of the con airs and stuff, and this has to be on basic cable more. Like, there's got to be more accessible ways to find this movie. I know it's on Hulu now, but we like for that. Yeah, it shows me, paid, like yes, James fine. Cameron is so busy making new movies, he doesn't like give me some special features, man. Like, put some love on this DVD and give me a commentary. Yeah, give me Blu ray, like Arnold and Jimmy Cameron reunite. No, give me a commentary. Arnold just showed up for a, a kindergarten cop uh, Zoom reunion with the little kids. He he definitely could do some commentary on True Lies. Fuck yeah, he nobody English. English. get. Uh, Listen, if you've ever listened to an Arnold Schwarzenegger commentary, they're hilarious. He just describes the movie. It's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, 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 there's, there's some chance. So, um, I wasn't fully prepared. I had an idea of a movie I wanted to do. I really didn't take into account that it's a new year and we're starting, I guess, I mean, another... Season three. Season yeah, three. Yeah, season three, essentially. Um, I've been wanting to do this movie. At the point in time I wanted to do it, it was a little bit... Uh, hot like of a of a hot button just do a movie about cops but this movie kind of just falls in the comedic range i know joe's gonna love this um, i've been waiting to do this one and i want to do martin lawrence's blue streak yes yeah. i love that movie man I dave chappelle like there's, there's i've been waiting to do this type of film oh. but it's been it's been a hot yeah. button for a minute so no, I mean, we're doing blue streak. This so movie's great. All cops are bastards, even black ones, guys. Yep, yep, Come yep, on. yep, yep. But he's not <laughs> a real cop. So. That's good. Be fun, be fun, Manti Lawrence. Guys, uh, actually, guys. no, I didn't watch Blue Street. I watched uh, National Security. Okay, so um, uh, National Treasure, or na I'm sorry, National Security doesn't hold a candle to Blue Streak. Blue Street yeah, 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 is yeah, yeah, a yeah. godsend of a film. And guess what? Uh, TJ 
That's all. I, I don't think we need anything more. I, let's just talk no topics. Let's blue streak for an blue, hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to spend more time on blue streak than we did on true lies. <laughs> yes. We're I can't wait to. I can't wait to break break down his dance in the end in the uh, the board. Uh, that's that's oh, yeah. that's the yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Um, where can the people find you, Joe? You can find me watching uh, Blue Streak three times until the next episode. Hey, if you watch it three times, that doesn't count. You don't get to five hundred by watching multiples. They have <laughs> oh, yeah, bitch, man. We do. We do. I th- there's there's quite a few multiples in that. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, then it's not 500. Brian. 500 with an asterisk. Uh, yeah. You can find me at Herskules on Twitter disputing Joe's uh, record here. <laughs> <laughs> Calling He's into the question. Barry Bonds writing, the cinephiles. Making the rules and breaking them at the you same time. Guys, the, my, most, my most watched movie of the year is Over the Top three times. So, <laughs> Jesus Christmas. I watched it for the first time with Joe. It was great. <laughs> That's a rough, rough uh, 2020. Let's TJ, tell them where they can find you. TJ. You guys can find me at TJ Dex. Trying not to hate on everything that comes out. Um, guys, and we're taking a little breather, price. I think, until January 11th, I believe. So there is a lot of content we joked around about. Um, but I'm going to make it my fucking job to get that all out to you. We have a bracket, flybys episode 63 this episode 64 coming out this might drop before 63 because christmas is just one of those things bear with us guys we're just having fun Other yeah, than come that, on, we're am-